God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Welcome everyone to Marian Saturday. I'm Lauren and today is the feast day of Our Lady of Lourdes. I have a special fondness for this day as my family has taken Our Lady under her title, the Immaculate Conception, as our patroness. And it was in Lourdes that she first referred to herself as this. I love this Marian title so much because I read a book once that talked about how Yes, demons flee from Mary under all titles, but it is her purity that especially drives them out. It is her purity that makes her our most powerful intercessor. It is her purity that enabled her body to become the new ark and her to become the mother of God. And of course, her purity is derived from her immaculate conception. So I just thought that was all exceptionally beautiful and powerful. And I'd invite you to draw yourself close to her under this title as well, if it so speaks to you. There is so much we could talk about regarding this great feast day, but instead of simply sharing all of the information with you, I found a reflection that shares the course of events from the perspective of St. Bernadette, who, spoiler alert, is the one to whom Our Lady appeared in Lourdes. It started like any other day. My sister and friend and I went out to gather firewood. All of a sudden, a beautiful young lady wearing white and blue appeared, holding a rosary. I honestly was so alarmed, I just kind of subconsciously fell to my knees and took out my own rosary. She asked me to return each night and called herself the Immaculate Conception. I wasn't quite sure what that meant, but I knew in my heart she was my Blessed Mother. My sister thought I was crazy and immediately told my mama and papa who tried to keep me from going back. I knew they were embarrassed of me. Others in the town heard the story from my friend and many of them thought I had a mental illness. When I returned to see the lady, she asked that I drink from the fountain, but I didn't see one, so 
instinctually, I kind of just began to dig. Sure enough, I dug until I felt muddy water in my hands. I drank it and washed in it as she asked. I know the villagers who were watching were so perplexed, but at the time, I was filled with so much joy that I didn't even notice anyone around me. The next day, when I came back, the water there was flowing and it was perfectly clear and clean. Our lady asked that a chapel be built there. She cares so much for her little children. She wanted to give them a place to come and experience the healing that the Lord has allowed to flow through her. She also talked to me about how important it is to do penance and pray for the conversion of sinners. I wanted so badly to be able to do this for her. I dedicated the rest of my life to praying for conversions. Many asked me about those beautiful interactions with Our Lady. I'll never be able to fully explain the encounters. I just tried to relay the messages and stress to all I meet just how much the Blessed Mother loves us and how dearly she wants her children to be in heaven with her for all eternity. Wow, I hope you all enjoyed visualizing that as much as I did. St. Bernadette, pray for us. Let us glorify our Savior who chose the Virgin Mary for his mother. Confident that he will hear us, we ask. May your mother intercede for us, Lord. Eternal Word, you taught your mother Mary to choose the path that was best. Let us follow her example and hunger for the food of everlasting life. May your mother intercede for us, Lord. Christ, our Redeemer, You made the Virgin Mary the sanctuary of your presence and the temple of the Spirit. Make us bearers of your Spirit in mind, heart, and body. May your mother intercede for us, Lord. Calling to mind all of our intentions, together we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Almighty God, grant that your faithful, who rejoice in the protection of the Blessed Virgin Mary, may be delivered from every evil here on earth through her prayer and come to the enduring joys of heaven. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. O Virgin Mary, there has not risen in the world among women one similar to thee, blooming as the rose, fragrant as the lily, 
Pray for us, O Holy Mother of God. O Sacred Virgin, hear the song of my praise. We beseech Thee, O Lord, that the heavenly intercession of the ever-glorious and blessed Virgin Mary may protect us and conduct us to eternal life through Christ our Lord. Amen. May Almighty God watch over and protect us in blessing this day. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Maximilian Kolbe is another saint beautifully tied to Our Lady under her title, the Immaculate Conception, and even lovingly referred to her as the Immaculata. We'll hear more about him and his reflections on the Blessed Mother later this year. He taught our church much about Mary, and I'm going to share some thoughts I found in an article about him to close out our reflection. This was Mary's identification of herself as the Immaculate Conception when she appeared to St. Bernadette at Lourdes. Specifically, he asked why she did not simply say, I am immaculately conceived, but chose instead to call herself the Immaculate Conception. He knew well the biblical importance of a name and so thought that she was saying more than just the fact that she was conceived without sin. He thought she was revealing something that belongs to her very nature. What Colby focused on specifically was her relationship with the Holy Spirit. Because the Immaculata is united to the Holy Spirit as his spouse, she is united to God in an incomparably more perfect way than can be said of any other creature. He claimed that if in human affairs, the wife takes the name of her husband to show she belongs to him and is one with him, then how fitting should it be that Mary take the name of her spouse, who is the divine immaculate conception? St. Maximilian Kolbe, pray Pray for us. As always, it was such a pleasure to pray with you all today. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our God Minute community. You are so appreciated. We'll see you tomorrow for Breaking Open the Word.